0: Have you ever felt stuck or uninspired staring at a blank page? As designers, it is literally our job to be constantly inspired and be creative on demand, which can be really overwhelming. I know because I've been there, feeling like my last good idea was my last good idea. I'm Brandy C. I've been designing for over 20 years, and I believe that every designer deserves to have a process that will get them past creative blocks. The process I've developed uses a powerful words-first method. This online course will give you powerful tools to craft epic concepts, unlock your own inspiration, research in new and exciting ways, and so much more. The Strategic Process Essentials course has everything you need to stop wasting time, get past creative block, and create work that gets noticed. Get a sneak peek of the course at brandyc.com courses. Welcome to Design Speaks. We're here to empower you to unlock your own inspiration so you can take control of your creativity. I'm your host, Brandy C. Joining me is my co host, Julie Hyder. Today we're going to be talking about design strategy versus brand strategy. So stay tuned for that coming up later in the show.
1: Hi,
0: Julie. Hey, Brandy. How's it going? Good. Good. So the past couple of years, I've noticed that uh, it's been very trendy to be a brand strategist. And especially since I decided in early 2020 to sort of reposition myself as a design strategist and saw that there was a ton of brand strategists out there. And you can always tell that that they are this because they have like the super bright color background. (laughs) Just their like, usually black and white faces. And so I didn't it's one of those things where you don't realize that there's so many until you start to be on the lookout. And then it seems like they're everywhere. But it is it's, it's a good trend, right, to be um, pushing this part of design. But I've, I've also noticed that there's a lot of confusion between what a brand strategy is and what design strategy is. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to kind of dig into that just a little bit today for our episode. But first, what have you been up to?
1: Yeah, well, um, yesterday was the weekend. And so um, my husband and I went and did a little bit of off but it was also kind of a work thing, which is it's fun that I get to do work and fun things together. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, we just went to an area that um, I needed to find a location for for clients, and it was really fun. We So basically... I had a specific place that I had scouted out that I wanted to go to, but the road was still closed, Um, even though the weather has been super warm and great around here lately and most of the snow has melted up there, but the road was still closed for the winter. Um, So we just kind of were just driving around, (laughs) and if we saw a road that was open to the public, we just took it and drove down it, and we ended up finding an incredible location that was like... I didn't even know that it exists, like, anything like it existed in the area. It was, like, 180 degrees of views, like, over the mountains, and it was so incredible. And there was nobody else out there. Like, we didn't see anyone the whole time, even though the rest of the trails in the area were, like, packed with people because the weather was so great. But it was, like, just us the whole time, and it was just really fun to, like, explore, kind of looking for something, but also not really knowing, like, where we were going or what we were going to find. It was really fun. Like lost, but not really. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I still had a map. I knew where we were. But I didn't really know like what we were headed towards. So it was really fun. And like, probably my face at the end was just like, my jaw dropped. And, <laughs> you know, I yeah. was like, wow, I can't believe we found this. So it was really fun. That's
0: so exciting. I, I just get major anxiety, even with like, if I just have a map, if I've, if I don't, re- if it's like, no one's ever been here. I'm like, I'm gonna get murdered. I'm definitely gonna <laughs> die here and be buried in this desert somewhere. So, kudos to you for being super brave. <laughs> <laughs> well, what has been inspiring you lately? Oh my goodness. So as of last week, I am fully vaccinated. All my Yay. like, I have both my shots. And sounds like I'm a dog. I have both my shots. Um, <laughs> I got both my shots that's probably better i got both my shots and the like two week waiting period or whatever where you still have to kind of make sure you're careful is over so i think really being vaccinated has been a big inspiration kind of like specifically i've just been feeling more drawn to be creating things um noticing a lot more details. And I I don't know, you know, I kind of have conditioned myself to look for a lot of details most of the time. Yeah, but I've definitely felt during the past, I would say like probably three months or so. It's a lot more effort for me to even do that. Because I'm just here all the time. Like I don't, yeah, there's not a lot of new things. But I've, I've found myself notice things like the soapy water from the kids washing the car, like drifting down the street and making really interesting patterns. Um, I'm definitely dreaming about visiting coffee shops with my iPad to go mm-hmm. like, <laughs> draw things and find new color patterns, um, color palettes and new textures and patterns and things downtown. So uh, I think just being vaccinated has been really inspiring me lately. Like, dreaming, but not just dreaming. Like, okay, I'm dreaming, but I'm planning to do some things. And yeah. um, got together with a few friends this past week to celebrate um, Kenny's uh, Kenny's video team doing what they do on YouTube for the church for the last year um, during the pandemic. So we had sort of like a little celebration with a few of his coworkers and uh, celebrated Caden's birthday finally with some family. So it's uh, all the possibilities are very inspiring to me right now. So, that's awesome. Um, I'll keep you posted in the coming weeks how, if that's how that's going. Because to be honest, I was exhausted. I took a two-hour nap yesterday because after not hanging out with anyone for a year and then hanging out with a lot of people <laughs> over the weekend, I was like, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> now you know how us
1: introvert. I feel know. all the
0: time. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Michelle came over and she was like, because she's a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Same and as me. Yeah. Right. So she was like, you're, this is just how it is for me. I just feel physically <laughs> yeah. sick if I overdo it. And I'm like, that's what I feel. So, this week I've been listening to a song called Choices by HNR. I actually heard this song uh, probably on Reels, uh, maybe TikTok, something like that. I just heard like 15 or 30 seconds of it, but I really loved it. So, I went and found the full version and I like the idea. I've always loved this idea of choices and that we are kind of in control of our own whatever destiny, our own creativity. It's It's something that I really enjoy talking about which is why my tagline is take control of your creativity because I believe that you can choose to be motivated you can choose to be inspired and it's really our choices that make us it's our choices that matter and we have the control over those choices and so it's just really motivating it's really inspiring and I love the beat I love the energy behind the song and That's what I have been listening to. So you can go check it out. Um, All the music I feature here on this podcast is on the Music from Design Speaks playlist on Spotify. So I hope you go check that playlist out. There's hours and hours of songs. So let's talk about brand strategy and design strategy. So I'd like to hear kind of your thoughts on your experience with one or both. And then we can kind of dig into the like the nuances between the two.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, I think the main thing to remember is that design strategy mostly has to do with just like visuals, the actual design that your brand is putting forth on whatever your logo, your website all that kind of stuff um, but your brand identity your brand strategy is like so so much more than that um, it kind of encompasses the design but also just literally everything coming out of your brand the way you're talking in emails the way you're what your website is saying how you're talking on social media what information you're putting out there it's every bit of that and and also the like, kind of the internal stuff too, like the experience that you're giving your clients, and all of those things too. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a really good,
1: just sort of like,
0: um, brief, brief description of like the difference. So, a lot of the things that I've seen over, like I said, over the last year that I've really been kind of digging into this um, community, I guess you could say, is like, sort of like a niche place to exist as a as a creative professional, is in this design. brand and design strategy space and so I'd like to talk about it a little bit like sort of like building like a building is you always need like the foundation right and so for me the way I work is I use both so I call myself a design strategist because I think it's a little bit more of where I operate from as far as like the execution side Mm -hmm. but I don't, I can't actually do design strategy without the brand strategy. They yeah. are absolutely intertwined. And so even though there is a difference, I think it's really, and I think it's really important that everyone understands um, that you can do either, like you could specialize in either one, but really you're doing one or the other, like a disservice if you kind of like focus on one over yeah. the other. So, yeah. so brand strategy, I would say is, is the conversation It's the foundation. It's the why. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone's heard us talk a lot about um, story brand. And story brand comes very much into the brand strategy. It is not your visuals, like you said. It starts with words. And it is all words. It doesn't just start with words. Like You don't even get into the design strategy until you're starting to do visual things. So... In the story brand thing, it's talking about, like, what's the problem you're trying to solve? Mm -hmm. And who are you talking to? And all of these things are the conversations that you have with your client. Excuse me. Go ahead. I could tell you want to say something.
1: (laughs) No, uh, I was just thinking, like, and that's kind of, like, the meat of things, too. Like, um, I feel like back when I started my business full time, the... The emphasis was put on the visuals, like have a cute logo and a fun website and like that kind of stuff. And I wasn't really thinking about the deeper things of the actual brand strategy. If I had started with the brand strategy, it would have been like everything else would come from that. Um, And I think like, yes, can you have a cute logo if you don't know your brand strategy? Yeah, sure. But is it going to be as effective? Right. And it's just going to be harder to like get things going and get things started. And it just having that brand strategy like puts your roots a whole lot deeper.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah the the thing is is so crazy is that not only do our our businesses you know or business owners under the impression that all they need is something that pops right just I need something that pops right. or just make it stand out just make it look cool, um, but unfortunately, a lot of designers aren't taught that that's not all there is, that there is like all these deeper levels to this, like you said, um, of understanding, not just the problem, but why? Like, what is the motivation? Like, why does the business care? What makes them different? Like all these things. And uh, although I have been working more as a design strategist, I do, and I do both. So I don't do, I will say this, I don't do design strategy without brand strategy, but I do just brand strategy, right, without design strategy. So um, we're going to kind of go back and forth just a little bit because in order for this to make sense, you're going to have to understand understand like the connection. So I just finished up two really big clients. um, One of which was um, the New Mexico Biopark Society, where I actually didn't physically design anything myself, I was hired to do the brand strategy, and do creative direction for the design and visual strategy. So answering questions like, what is the heart of the brand? And not the visuals yet, not even like, what colors are you guys working with? Um, Figuring out the brand voice. What do we want to sound like? How do we wanna talk to our clients? Who is our ideal audience? And so then you can sell that separately because you're just helping a business figure out who they are and understand themselves better. And once you do that, then you can go and really create something amazing and use the process that I teach that is step one. So the like, this ends up taking the place of like the brief, the creative brief that Mm -hmm. a lot of designers use. I have replaced that entirely with the brand strategy conversation. So that can be sort of like an a la carte item. Like if they don't Want to pay my prices for design, that's fine. They can just pay me to do this and then hire a designer that now yes. has everything they need. It's like, here's all of the foundational items and all the little blocks that you need yeah. to start.
1: What a dream for the designers. <laughs> you <laughs> wouldn't have to do all that
0: work. <laughs> <laughs> you would think, except that there's so many designers that don't know what to do with it. They just go, yeah. Okay, so what colors do they like?
1: Yeah. Well, if you're not. If you're not used to asking those questions mm-hmm. about the brand strategy, then you probably don't know how to marry that with the design strategy because, again, they are so entwined. Right. So if the brand strategy is the conversation
0: and the foundation, the design strategy is the actual building materials for like what that like house is going to look like. Mm-hmm. It is... It is not only how pretty it is on the outside, which is obviously an element. It is also, does this house look like the people that live here? Is there like strong structural support? Like is everything here, here for a reason? So mm-hmm. the design strategy is not just, okay, here's, here's like fonts and colors and things, but it's Okay, here's the fonts and the colors and things, but here's why I'm using them. And here's how they relate to the problem that we're trying to solve. Here's how they reflect the voice that we helped, you know, discover through all of these hours of, which is always hours of work yeah. to, to work <laughs> through. Um, and everything you incorporate into your design has a reason. And so that is the design strategy. It's not just creating a design. It is having elements that have reasons behind them if you love what we do here at design speaks podcast we'd love for you to become one of our regular supporters our patrons get the chance to give us input on new season topics listen to extended guest interviews and get early info on upcoming offers we literally could not do this without you go to patreon.com designspeaks and become a patron today can also support Design Speaks by taking a minute to rate and review us on iTunes, share an episode with a friend, or send us a quick note to hello at designspeakspodcast.com. Is that something that you really learned when you were in college, like having having some kind of foundation
1: for your work? No, in fact, as we were starting to talk about this, I was like, yeah, I didn't learn this in college (laughs) and I could go on and on about all the things I didn't learn in college that I should have to prepare me for the real world. But um, that was never really brought up. I think we were just told like, okay, go start designing stuff like it wasn't um, like I think that marketing and design and I'm using marketing in the sense of like basically brand strategy. Mm -hmm. um, Those two disciplines in college are so intertwined like I should have had to take some marketing classes um, or something to just or you know like a class that was better taught that brought up all these other things Um, but that just didn't happen and I think that um, yeah definitely should be taught and I would have been a lot more prepared to do really amazing work right off the bat if that kind of stuff had been taught.
0: Yeah, so I I recently had um I do it a lot. I I, I do a lot of like portfolio reviews and things mm-hmm. like that with um with students at various places and um I was very surprised at the fact that there were very few that even could tell me um like what the problem was that they were trying to solve. So it wasn't mm-hmm. we didn't even you know, they weren't even given enough information from their instructors to yes. to have a problem to solve, much less understand what the brand voice is or any of these things. And so I found myself in a, in sort of a, an awkward place because um, for each person, I think I had I think I had twenty fifteen 15 to 20 minutes per person. Um, and it was over zoom. So it was like, then they'd get kicked out of the room and you only have like (laughs) a small amount of time to like give them feedback. And so like the three questions I would ask them were, what is the problem you're trying to solve? Who, like, who is the client? Um, and who is this for? Um, and what is your concept? So Mm -hmm. they were like, well, it's for the client. And it was like, (laughs) it's not, it's, it's not for the client. It's for the client's client. And so yeah, exactly. It was it was just very eye opening to see that even though my perception, starting out in going down this trail of specializing in design and brand strategy, my perception is like, oh my gosh, so many people know about this. It it's like a huge thing, right? Like lots of people are educating on it right now, and to see dozens of college students that are in their junior senior years not have any idea what this is led me to believe that like, okay, that's, that's why I decided we needed to do this conversation because it was like, there's just so much that is still misunderstood. And I wanted to make sure that, um, we could just clarify that. Um, so I wanted to just clarify, too, a couple more things before we before we move on that I mentioned that there's like brand heart and brand voice. So I'm sure you know what these are. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to talk about um, brand heart and then I can talk about brand voice if you'd like.
1: Okay. Um, I don't know where to start except for <laughs> what the like what they each mean, I guess. But yeah, um, so I think that brand heart is like the core of of what the brand is, who you're serving, like all those really important things that kind of you need to know. Um, and then you need to be able to give that information to the people who you're trying to reach. So that would be sort of the brand voice is like how you talk to your potential clients, um, and like how, and what, I guess, how you're saying it, what you're saying right but the what kind of points back to the heart i guess
0: (laughs) yeah it does so brand heart um pieces involve things like the vision um the vision of the company for the future the purpose like why are we here their values Mm -hmm. the impact that they have on their community um and then brand voice is exactly that yeah how you sound to the customer um or the way you talk about yourself to other people Mm -hmm. your voice your tone um the culture of your um your business, how you operate inside. Um, So how your employees treat each other, like what's expected of them, all of that kind of stuff. And the messaging, which is where the story brand stuff comes in. So when I work through just, um, just the brand strategy not the brand identity visual stuff with the client. It's always brand heart and brand voice. And the story brand framework has been a huge part of that. So um, I recommend that you guys go check out the episode that we did where we interviewed Eric, who is a certified story brand guide. And he does a really great, um, not super deep dive, but deep enough um, overview of what the story brand stuff is. And, Hopefully, you'll be able to get an idea of like how that can work into the eventual design of your things. Because when you understand who you're designing for and why you're designing for them, um, that's where you will be able to get to a point where you only present one option. Because you know what the problem is that you're solving. So then you can give a solution instead of just like throwing 15 different designs at the wall and being like, this one's really cool and this one's super cool too and I really like this font and you ask for something that pops so here's neon yellow just for fun. Um, so yeah. it's just a well out, it's it's really got to be a well thought out strategy. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the process that I... The, the design process that I teach that I, that I launched my course on back in February is really rooted in this um, idea of being able to answer why for every design decision and in having those building blocks kind of worked in starting with words. And so whether it's color or images, all the stuff in between, I even talk a little bit about how to um, use a design brief to be like a mini design strategy session like if your Mm -hmm. client can't afford the 10 grand or however much you charge for design strategy or brand strategy excuse me there's a way to still have these conversations to still make Mm -hmm. sure that you are getting all the pertinent information and coming up with a really great design for them so there's my not so shameless plug for my course because it's mine and I can do what I want (laughs) (laughs) So do you have anything else that I did I miss anything? I didn't want this to go too long. I could easily talk for 50 million hours about the difference between these two and all the nuances of it. But I wanted just to have there be like a quick clarification so people really
1: understand the difference. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And it's just really important to know that they both have kind of equal importance and they're connected and you really should be looking at both of them when you're working on either side of the project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't build a house without a foundation. You can't build a house without the materials.
0: So yeah, <laughs> there you go. All right, so hopefully this helps clear up all any and all confusion on the design strategy versus brand strategy debate. Um, if you have any other questions, please like hit us up. Both of us have a lot of experience on on both sides of this, but it is absolutely crucial that designers really remember to operate from a place where you know how to use both of these things so um when you do and if you do you will be like head and shoulders above so many people in this industry and it will it will skyrocket your career like you would not believe if you can learn how to harness both of these things so i hope that you guys um enjoyed this episode all right, well, that's our episode for today. Be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and you can always send us a note over on Instagram at Design Speaks Podcast. You can find all current and past episodes at designspeakspodcast.com. Design Speaks is produced by Kenneth Niffen and Dakota Cook. Shout out to Colin from Vespertine for our amazing theme music. Design Speaks is a project of me, Brandy C, and is recorded in the shadow of the watermelon pink Sandia Mountains near Albuquerque, New Mexico. As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Till next.